You guys were swimming in a tank full of old food, like broccoli and, and milk. It was and milk. milk to make you, it murky. And it was warm. So they were like heating. It, it was, was like, cooked. It was, Ew. My mom said I, I smelled so bad you did for like smell weeks horrible. after the shooting because I would find broccoli like in areas that broccoli should never be. <laughs> and your skin was so pruney. Oh, thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwax Podcast with your favorite sisters, Sophia and, and Sistine. Sistine. Let me have my name, woman. You can have your name. Should we just change it now? You just say your name all the time. Do you always say I your have name? a question. What? Who decided it was Sophia and Sistine? Why not Sistine and Sophia? I have a question. Why don't we not argue every single time we do the intro? It's kind of just, you know. Now it's tradition. Tradition, yeah, at this point. Okay, guys, how are you doing? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, y'all. How are you doing? I am feeling fabulous. We have a very exciting guest on today. Yes. Um, an old girlfriend of mine. I'm going to wait to introduce her, but I'm really excited for you guys to hear that part of the interview. I'm feeling good. I don't know why today I woke up. I mean, I always wake up excited to do the show, but I was really extra excited today. Yeah. I don't know. Makes me happy being here. I know. It does, too. I feel like everyone here has just been super nice, and I feel like every time I walk in to see the set, I'm like, Gosh, it's, it's our it's set. It's crazy when yeah. being around a positive environment, what it can do for you. It, so it like, makes you want to work. Isn't that a Who crazy knew? idea? Having a great team makes it's, you like it's incredible. It's incredible. I think I was just such a bah humbug about LA because I clumped everyone into being just a negative, angry person all the time. Who knew there were nice people out there, guys? I know. Who knew? Who knew? So speaking of great vibes, you know what's coming up? Halloween. Spooky, scary skeletons. And if anyone knows the scene, like I do, you would know that her favorite, favorite, favorite holiday of all time is Halloween. I am obsessed. Yes. I love it. I love everything about it. I minimum have four costumes every year. Every year. But don't get invited to four parties or or one. Actually, this is the thing. <laughs> we we order a lot of costumes. Yeah. But do you guys think we get invited to any Halloween party? No. No, last year we were just walking. No, not last year. The year before that, we were just walking around the streets. Yeah, we were. We, we were literally we walking around the streets on Halloween. We were, just doing, we were walking know. the streets. Couldn't get into any bars. And my costume didn't help because I did dress up as a uh, pretty woman. I but when she was the hooker, writer. so I was quite literally hooking on the streets. Hooking on the streets. Hooking on the streets, <laughs> man. <laughs> but I think that why we love it so much is we have a tradition. Every single year, Sistine and I, yes, we have like our, we have our scary costume, our sexy costume, and then we have our funny costume. Yes. And we do this tradition every single year. Of we decide what duo, what 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 can we really hone in on and make it hilarious. I think we've had a pretty interesting few years. Yeah. I remember four years ago, we dressed up as the Lonely Island, Dick in a Box. Yes. Justin Timberlake actually commented on our costume. You guys, yeah. it was I iconic that yeah. was the year i think we peaked because we dressed up as the lonely island and then jt was basically say i forgot what he said but he you was, know what he did like, he invited us to his concert that's so and i went and you couldn't go <laughs> <laughs> so great so and then the year after that we decided to dress up as the inflatable tube men outside yes. of a car wash yes i think i'm gonna bring that one out again this year didn't get enough love no then we dressed up as um i was an old fisherman that had a missing arm and then i you were my captain and i was like the rich guy on the boat yes you were the i looked at mr i call myself mr monopoly man yes yes and then this year we're thinking let me know what you guys think we're thinking we do mr 305 mr worldwide (laughs) pitbull (laughs) we're thinking (laughs) darling so I'm actually. Well, the, 
What else does he say? Funny is that I've been looking up his catchphrases as much as I can. What does he say? Because, that's all I know is dale. What was he? What songs does he do? I can't even remember. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Timber. That's Kesha. Yeah, but he sings. He's in it he's like face down, ass up, Timber. That's does the he? <laughs> but anyway, I think we do full bald cap. Yeah, full. I just think it'd be hilarious. Oh, it'd be amazing. But you know what? Last year I wanted to do this with you and you were not committed to it. I thought we would be the Blue Men group. No, I'm not doing She wasn't that. into the body paint. Okay, does anyone want to cover themselves head to toe in blue paint? For the content, absolutely. No. For, for the last, For the shower, yeah. no, thank you. I'm fine with that. But do you feel like, like when you see girls when they come in and they're dressed as like sexy uh, nurses or sexy, do you think it's like, like, do you think that, what was my question? I actually had a good question. I'll... Jump off of what you're probably there trying to say. When I see a girl dressed super um, overtly sexy at a Halloween party, I think um, you look hot. You look I hot. think, honestly, I love it because it's the one night a year where you can get away with dressing a little bit slutty. Like your inner the way you want to be, but can't because of you know, societal pressures or judgment or whatever it may be, you're allowed to do it and get no judgment. It's incredible. The best costume I've seen. I think that everyone is figuring out a way to make anything sexy at this point. Like anything. Oh, yeah. And so I saw, do you know the SpongeBob episode with Patrick Starr and he's wearing exactly. the stockings yep. and the heel boots? Yep. That's a ho- sexy Halloween costume. It's sexy Patrick Starr. Oh, I saw a sexy Pennywise the Clown the other day, which um, buying that. Sexy Pennywise? <laughs> I was thinking... This is my also idea because I want to do scary, but also a little bit sexual. That's what we do. Uh, it's, it's very on brand for me these days. I was thinking I want to dress up as the Grim Reaper, right? I want to get a long cape with the hood and the giant sword thing. Yeah. But make it sexy. Call myself the Slim Reaper. Put on a leotard under instead. Yeah, I was eh? going to do. So I thought this would be really funny because I know you were like, I'm going to do a scary one. I'm going to tell you. First, I thought, okay, why don't I be the character in American Horror Story that's like the full-blown zipper from, you know, those scary, like, black. You'll just look like full dominatrix. And then I thought, honestly, I'd scare myself. So then I thought, you know what? I'm going to do the classic bed sheet, cut holes in my eyes, and just walk around. That's the lamest costume ever. Exactly. When was the last time you've seen anybody just do that? It's almost... You're trying too hard to be funny that it just doesn't come off as funny. You're mean. I know, but it's it's one of those. It's like, you know, when someone is like forcing a joke, you're like, all right. <laughs> all right, Sistine. Um, I have, by the way, I have you. so many better ideas for you. I literally, that person 365 days a year will write down costume ideas for this week. I freaking am ready okay, for ha- it. I, I, hot take. I like couple costumes. You don't. Maybe it's because I'm bitter that I've never been dating anyone during Halloween. I think it depends on the couple costume because I think some of them can be a little bit cringy. I want to ask the people behind cameras. What do you guys think of a couple's costume? Yeah, no. See, yay. We've got we got one no. See, why? Cringy. Yeah, cringy. cringy. I agree. I think. It depends on the costume. That's the thing. It's like, okay. I liked the year that everyone did. I mean, it got overdone, but when it was the Joker and Harley Quinn, I thought that was super cool when you can like really do it and walk Well, around. I have a question. POV. Yeah. You're in a wonderful relationship. Oh, that'd be nice. And okay, you- <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Take a seat. Take a seat back. Close go your ahead. eyes. Daydream mm-hmm. a little bit. Wonderful. You're in a wonderful relationship. Loving. Does everything tall? right. Yeah. He's tall. He's athletic. He's a football player on the ramps. <laughs> what the hell? 
That's like he's oddly fabulous. specific. He's fabulous, right? He does everything right. All right I'll still he goes, it. Sophia, baby, I love you so much. Mm. I love you so much that I would love to do a couple's costume with you. I'd be like, and yeah, it would hold on. And it would make me so happy if you did this. I'm going to dress up as a giant slice of peanut butter toast, and I want you to be a giant slice of jelly. Would you be a peanut butter and jelly costume with him? He loves you. He's a great guy. But wait, you're making it seem like if I say no, he'd dump me. Well, is that the is that the problem? That, I haven't thought that far ahead. But would you do it? I would say this relationship is definitely just not going to work. Whoa! Who would ever? Sistine, a peanut butter and jelly. The, so you want to do a couple's worse, costumes? Worse, the avocado and the avocado pit. I can't see. Stand I like when I see people do the Danny Zuko and and whatever her name is from Greece. Oh, okay, that's cute. Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. You should do that with uh, no. the guy that you end no. up being with eventually. No. I do not like couples costumes. By the way, my costumes are so well thought out. It's my time to shine. You're not getting credit. I'm sorry. It is my costume. Okay, so since we get invited to no Halloween parties, I don't know if anyone out there wants to invite us, but if you guys want to, we're pretty fun. Would be um, nice. DMs we, are open. Should we have? Should we throw something? Are we just being lazy? I think we should. Also, what if we just admit that sometimes Halloween is a little overrated? For you, it is a little. Okay, here's the a problem. Little bit. You hate everything scary. That's. Mm, I yes. love scary. Yes. Everything. So that's why I thrive right now. This is my time to shine. I think on Halloween night, we dress up as Mr. 305. Okay. So that's like the one that's the most public. I think we need to just walk around and run around and just with bald caps on. I think we should too. I think we should do it. I'm excited. So I actually wanted to jump in really quick because we haven't done a listener question in a while. And I I don't know. I miss like answering you guys' Let's questions. So we got one from Andrea and she said, hey guys, I love your podcast. And I was just wondering how you did it. My friend and I wanted to start one, but I have no clue where to, be- where to begin. There goes my stuttering. Um, just any tips or anything I need to know before I start would be great. Just a quick reminder of how you can submit your unsolicited advice questions. Go to the Apple Podcast page, give us five stars, and leave your questions in the ratings and review section. Four stars will be ignored too. So five yeah. stars. We don't accept that. Anything lower um, than five stars. But the question was how to start a podcast. Her and her friend have wanted to start one. You want me to know? Want me to tell you exactly how to do it? You download an app to, uh, that uploads all your content what app i i one i know is fireside that was like the quickest so fi- one we used fireside in the beginning in, but in we the don't beginning. there's probably better ones out there honestly look for one page that can upload it but genuinely sit down with your friend have a clear vision about what you want your podcast mm-hmm. to be have a clear title yeah and also formulate your first episode practice in the beginning with each other even yeah. th- if you guys can't swing off one of each other then you guys shouldn't do a podcast i remember what sophia and i did in the very 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 beginning of unwaxed was we got a huge whiteboard we wrote down unwaxed at the top and we just started spitballing every sort of idea yeah. just words everything that would sort of encapsulate what we yeah. want the brand to be and then from that we sort of got our little bio like unapologetically unwaxed all that stuff yeah. it came really naturally and, and then to practice with the episode, we would actually have to drink to loosen up because we got so in our heads about how we sounded. Oh my God, we stuttered. Oh, we cut each other off. Just let it happen. Recording yourself in your phone over and over and then listening to it back really teaches you how to properly speak on, on yeah. the microphone. But overall, just a reminder, 
it was pretty strenuous in the beginning. It wasn't something that was just seamless and fluid. And we mm-hmm. just got this podcast and it worked out. We we spent at least two months practicing and getting it all ready. So I just want you guys to remember that if you are starting a podcast and let's just say you've done all that, buy two microphones and get started. It honestly, that's yeah. the first step is just getting those things. And then the more times you do it, the easier it'll be. Yeah. And, and if you look yeah. at it like it's a fun thing to do with your friend or your sister and treat it that way, then it comes off super organic and natural. And not everything he's going to say is going to be perfect. We're going to mess up. We're going to fight. But it's fun. It's all yeah. leave it all in because I think people like realness. So enjoy it. Good luck. Tell us if you need more advice on that process. Oh, you know, also advice I should stop. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear the funniest thing oh. ever? Sophia, we all know she's a great stalker and I had Stop, to share it's called this. research. No, it's not stalking. This is so funny. So Sophia, I remember a few episodes back, she, I think our episode's called Stalking 101. And she just came back with a whole page of different ways to, you know, find your mans. And hmm. one of them was stalk their LinkedIn. And I believe he used the quote, stalk their LinkedIn. If they're loyal to their company, they'll be loyal to you. Right? Yes. She finds out yesterday that there's something called LinkedIn Gold Member that allows the person to see who's been researching them. You're fucked, bro. Honestly, <laughs> You're yeah, kind of. Like, ha- I think like 50% of the people that I've researched, not stalked, researched. Yeah, definitely stalking. Was. But can I say, after research. that episode, I, did a- I took a long, hard look at myself in the mirror and I have not done it since. Just because I'm like, this is really unhealthy. You're telling me you haven't been on LinkedIn. No, I haven't. I haven't. You haven't done your research? Bible. What's it? What's your other form of research now? Because I don't know. I Instagram stock now. What profile are you using now? What's its name? No, I actually have none. I deleted it. So I, you're using I'm your main you, profile to yes, stock? Yes. I have graduated but from being But you do understand they can find your email that's associated with it. I'm using my normal oh, Instagram. So they will see if it's me. Now I'm just being shame, like I'm not shameless about it. Like I'm just going to do it because I realized, you guys, maybe stalking isn't the best thing to do. And also now I'm embarrassed because people probably see me look at their LinkedIn and maybe that's a compliment that I wanted to see with their career. I don't know. Honestly, there's no way to dig myself. But out I just thought hole. it was so funny. So if you did take Sophia's advice to stalk with LinkedIn, I don't would stop. sign in. I would stop doing that. Don't sign in because sign they, in. they will see they will see looking at their profile. Yeah, and it's not like a cute, like, oh, she slid into my DMs or, oh, she, like, liked my old photo. No, it's like... <laughs> she's on my LinkedIn. She's on, it's, <laughs> she's on my LinkedIn. That's <laughs> so, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so today we have an amazing guest joining us. We have Corinne Fox. She is so talented, multifaceted. We're going to get into mental health talk, her relationship, yeah. what she's been up to. If you guys are really wanting to learn something about how to balance work, dating, um, mental health, all of this stuff, she's really... She's kind of the queen it. at it. And yeah. um, it's, it was a really fun episode. And you actually, there's a lot of good tidbits that you can learn from it. And we also were both brought up um, in, with a famous father. And so we even jump into that a little bit and the common commonalities with it and also but the it's so, problems with stalking and yeah. things like that. But it's so amazing to have her sit here in our studio and like see that she really has made a name for herself. Yeah, and she's she really doing has. so well. So we will be right back with Corinne. You guys, today we have actress, executive producer, host of the TV show Beach Zam, and ambassador for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, 
As if that resume isn't impressive enough. You guys, she is so sweet. She's so beautiful. We have Corinne Fox joining us today on Unwax. Wow, I love the the round of applause. Oh, thank you. The applause of two. You also didn't say your your (laughs) co-star. I know. Well, wait, that's so I'm not going to put myself in your intro. It's your intro. But oh, yes, well, I appreciate co-star. Well, also co-star of 47 Meters Down on Cage. <laughs> Let me tell you, some beautiful memories were made on that side. Yeah. Was that the first time you guys had met? No. Okay. Well, I, I was trying to figure this out. No, because I remember when I got on set, you were like, Corinne, I'm so happy you're here. I was telling all the girls you're like going to be such a great fit. <laughs> were you like, like, who are you? No, but then I was like, <laughs> how do we know each other? But I guess... <gasps> I kind of came to the conclusion that it may have been Golden Globe because we were both Miss Golden Globe. Yeah. But then also we did, you did the Dolce shows too. Yes. That's what oh. it was. But I don't know if we ever actually crossed paths. I think it was one of the situations where we always followed each other yeah. on Instagram. So someone was like, you know them. But even so, like, and then I went to USC and you went to USC. Yeah. And like, I don't even think we crossed paths there. I feel like we're always in the same No, we've been like orbiting each other for a while. Yes. And then when we got the movie together, it was just like, oh yeah, I know her. But then I was like, did did we actually know each other? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we are already best friends. No, that was such a crazy funny time talking about shooting that film together. Because we, I guess the first time we officially met was in Dominican Republic. Yeah. And I wasn't even originally like cast Yeah, you came in the last movie. minute. Yeah, how was that? Because Sassine said to me that you came like last minute. And that like was the a day big, before. Like, that's a big transition to go from like LA to what you guys were doing, like swimming underwater. Out of nowhere. And doing I didn't even audition for I There was another girl they cast in it. Yeah. I ne- never read for the part. I don't know what happened with her. She dropped out. Something happened. Well, thank God. No offense to the girl, but I'm happy <laughs> yeah, it worked she out. was the girl. And then they just called me. They're like, can you go to the Dominican Republic? Like, it was like a Tuesday. They're like, can you get there Thursday? And I was like, okay. Okay. And I, I showed up. Oh I don't know how you just showed up and killed it because I had at least two major panic attacks. Wait, for weeks. your auditions too? Okay. Were that's you? what I'm saying. First of all, the auditions for this were, I, I don't, I have to I have to post them on Unwax. You guys are so, so embarrassing. I remember so I went. Funny. You have them? I have the. I auditioned maybe eight times. You did? It was because I tried out for every single character. They made me try out for every <laughs> character. So I read for four different girls. And then I sent in two self-tapes. And then they wanted me to come back in person. And I was fake swimming on the leg of a couch. And I was just trying to no pretend. No way, swimming. I mean, you have to post these. No, I know. I will. I will. But I was freaking out because we had to get our scuba license before. It was I got such none an of ordeal. that, which seems insane. See, that's what I was going to ask you. Is because <laughs> I we just let her, that slide? Well, under the that's like, I just remember her taking scuba lessons and then talking about like, her well, screaming techniques, all this I stuff. Had to, and then you had to jump into that. Like, that's pretty scary. And I'm and a I bad also, swimmer. You're, you're a bad swimmer? <laughs> shut up. I had We had life vests on. So no. She's actually a, is a horrible swimmer. I though. can't tread. But in comparison to me, do you oh, remember yeah. my first day when I was like, I literally had a panic attack? Oh, I felt so bad. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, because I lied to the director and they were like, oh, can you swim, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like totally. I just like, want to push something, you know, yeah. do anything. Yeah. And I get there and like the first swim test, like I barely, I don't even think I passed it. And then the first day on set, so. we're like not even underwater. We're just like swimming in this lake and I'm like freaking the fuck out. Oh, I would freak it's out. It's terrifying because I just discovered I had this thing called thalassophobia. Which is stuff laughing. What is it? The fear of mechanical things underwater? Not yeah, just fear yeah. of of like fish and sharks and things you can't see under you. Oh yeah, like, like just, your feet dangling under like deep blue water. Yeah, like yeah, just saying yeah, yeah, like, like that's terrifying. But I remember when that happened, I felt so bad. We were supposed to. I remember the director's note was 
act like girls and do girl things and splash each other. We're like, okay, I but guess. we were like drowning. Yeah, but well, you were drowning. <laughs> I was like drowning. <laughs> oh, we were God. like just splashing each other and dunking each other, and then you started having a panic attack, and I couldn't tell if you were acting. Or like in having fun, I was like, wait, everyone needs to stop filming for a second. I felt so bad, but it ended up being um, one of the best experiences of my life. Just no, being with you guys. No, it was like really the like friendships we made and with all the other girls. And like we had such a girl tribe there. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. But like the physicality of it the was role, intense. we were You guys, I not was watching per- that film. I was like, you guys were running through jungles, jumping underwater. And I saw she was telling me that you guys were swimming in a tank full of old food like broccoli and oh my god broccoli. and milk it was and milk. milk to make you, it murky and it was warm so they were like heat it, it was, was like cooked. Co- it was, ew guys please think about this you guys imagine ima- swimming no, in imagine. a hot pool yeah. of milk it was like and a, broccoli a human crock pot it was disgusting and like it got so progressively bad. worse because it was just like continuously cooking and so it like, no, smelled so bad it smelled so my mom said I, I smelled so bad you did for like smell weeks horrible. after the shooting because I would find broccoli like in areas that broccoli should never be. <laughs> and your skin was so pruney. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, my hair it fell out. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. But you know what I always thought? Like Corinne on set, you were like the mom of the group. You were I have so, mom energy. No, but mm-hmm. it's it's honestly amazing. You're a total old soul. Have people told you that? Yeah, more? they have. Yeah, yeah. you definitely yeah, are. 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 And you, you kept us all in line because we were all younger than you. But you were, if something didn't sit right with you, you the be the one to say something like you would say oh that's not correct or we shouldn't do that or if you're not comfortable you should and I felt so good I felt so safe around you all the time quality? Yes. Like, hey guys I really don't think we should be doing this yes. like, <laughs> because by the way you know sometimes like people can take advantage of, okay. of the talent yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah. push and push and push and and I'm afraid to say no sometimes, but mm-hmm. it was so much fun. I'm so happy that it's full circle and that you're sitting here now. And I know. Yeah. I was like, it's so weird you guys like interviewing me. I'm like, we're like friends. It's I know. So crazy. <laughs> Actually, I want to bring up because you said it was like friendship, girl bond, and now you're doing the new show, Dollface, for yeah. season two. Yeah. Which is That's so honestly, amazing. that was one of my favorite shows on Hulu. I loved it. And mm-hmm. I thought it, I was like, I hope there was a season two. And I loved the point that it was all about women it was and about, feminism and yeah. power. And now you're on the show. How has that been? It's been such an incredible experience for me. It's very similar to 47 meters where yeah. all the girls are so, so close. I was actually nervous coming into the second season because it was kind of like being the new kid at school. Yeah. I was like, okay, they're all friends. Like, what if I come in? Like, where do I sit for lunch? You know, like that's that. true. That's that so true. nervous. Rocking. But they welcomed me in so much, like so comfortable. The first day, Kat Dennings was like, I love you. Bye. And oh I was like, gosh. love you. <laughs> yes. She's so oh cool. God, like I got oh my in. God. <laughs> because you never know. Sometimes you can go into that new setting of girls and they could be catty or you never know what to expect. So that's amazing. Tell us about your character, Ruby. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I play Ruby. She kind of comes in and tears up the friend, the friend group a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it's actually interesting because the character she has a father figure who's a big music exec mm-hmm. and so she's u- she's not really used to having female friendships so right. she's used to girls using her to get connections and so i've talked a lot to the showrunner and the creator about like my experience yeah. in a yeah. similar situation and like how ruby she she's the toxic friend but maybe why she's acting in that way yeah. and like her insecurities yeah, and things right. like that and so we've got to like make her a bigger character because of that which mm-hmm. has been really nice. cool that's really cool that you're able to bounce off of your personal experiences and then with the producers and then apply it to your role ruby how has that been like a part of corinne's life because i know that we definitely come from a similar situation yeah. both of our fathers are actors do you feel like you know 
like Ruby that you sometimes are judged and and mislooked and insecure because people expect things from you? Like, what's that been like? Yeah, it's interesting because Ruby does the exact opposite of what I do. Where like she, I feel like has such an insecurity about people using her for Mm -hmm. things that she's almost leaned into it more where she's offering, oh, I'll do this for you. I'll do that. I have all these connections and that's her way of connecting with people Mm -hmm. where I did the exact opposite. I was like, don't bring up my dad. Don't ever talk about him around me. Don't ask me for anything. Like I'm so sensitive to it. Like I don't even want to like talk about him at all and I've grown more comfortable with it in time yeah. but it was like a big I know it sounds weird but like insecurity I had no yeah, you know totally. what I mean I'm like I, did, I just want to be judged for for your performance for, be, for who you yeah, are for like mm-hmm. who I am and not what I can you know what door I can open for. oh no totally and I feel like that's we were having this conversation the other day about how sometimes when we feel like we walk into a room we really want people to judge us based on our own craft mm-hmm. and not go okay like she's Stallone's daughter Fox's daughter like she is it's nepotism or it's this like no like I watch you like I watch your film you work really hard you can tell that you put in the time to the craft you created your own podcast like everything you do you put in the effort it's all just about of course like we acknowledge that we're in this privileged position of being able to get these jobs but also we I want to be judged for what I'm truly Mm -hmm. doing in this moment and not being judged for something that I can't control right do you feel like that sometimes yeah no I totally feel like that I'm curious if you guys feel and this is something that I do maybe because I'm a people pleaser Mm -hmm. but I feel like I have to if I'm going into like you know a room or a meeting and people have these assumptions of me like I have to overprove <gasps> that I'm not yeah like that, that I'm pony. humble that yeah. I'm oh my kind, god like and I almost do it too, too much, much yes. because I'm like I really don't want people to think I'm spoiled or I'm yes. rude or I'm anything yes. um and so I like over yeah you know what I mean 100 oh, percent. we, we kind of sometimes leave those situations feeling almost exhausted after we're like oh my god I felt like we had to do a show and dance and it's not us being fake but it's us like we really are nice. Like, yeah, we, we really, really are. It's, it's hard because it's like we want to prove so badly that we're not the kid that they sort of conjured up in their head. Like mm-hmm. we're not uneducated and the wild party Hollywood child offspring. And like, and so we feel like we're having to constantly overcompensate. And I mean, I even do that with like dating. Like yeah, I do that yeah. with everyone because it's weird that you almost don't get a fair chance of getting to show people this is who I am. Like this is blank slate like because we came from someone famous they're just looping us in with that and then especially being an actress yeah and your dad's an actor it's like you get judged even more and do you think that's you know maybe you being on set have you experienced this or or auditioning have you been treated differently or people look at you differently I feel like once you're on set and you're working like everybody's equals I do think in like the auditioning process like I feel like maybe I stand out more and they're kind Mm -hmm. of looking at me in a different way they're Mm -hmm. like okay like is she gonna actually show up and be good or is she gonna like care about this audition and things like that so that's where I feel like I have to like show up more and I'm like hi everyone like me and everyone you know um so it's tough it's you know, I mean, you guys, you guys. Well, no, it. It, yeah. and I feel like it's one of these things, though. It makes us almost work harder. And I it do. Does. And it does. I actually think it's all sometimes a blessing in disguise because, mm-hmm. yes, we're overcompensating, being like super nice, super humble. But that also gives us a really great reputation. Like, okay, yes. they are really good people. And that almost forces us to constantly be really good behavior. I mean, we're, it's not hard for us to be that way anyways, but I just like that it reinforces that we need yeah. to be like that. Yeah. I will say Sistine on set you were like so punctual, always knew your shit. We're like Aww. so on it. But Thank I remember you. you telling me something like your dad had told you if you're not, did he say this? What? <laughs> if you're not, maybe I'm making it up like five minutes 
early. You're oh, late. it was something like you were always no. saying that, and you were oh. always like there on time. Yes, and like, you're yes. really good about that. The, my my dad and my mom they both like pounded this advice into yeah. Sophia's. And my head, it was arrive early, stay late, and work as hard as you can in between. Yes. And like that is why I will never be late, except I was late today. (laughs) Traffic, (laughs) LA traffic, you can't. But I think think that's great advice. Thank you for saying that, though, because. um, I think that's a good thing to like remind people. Yeah. Yeah. To say, like, if you're going to make it anywhere and do anything, especially when you're in this entertainment world, be always the first one there, be always the last one to leave, and then make sure you're putting in that time and effort because people can see it today. If you're not putting in like, that much energy into something that you love like your podcast like if you're not if you were doing half the stuff people would say oh like she doesn't really care about yeah, it yeah no but you're like you truly love it even your acting you're like i'm gonna work and make ruby as great as i can so i'm gonna talk to these mm-hmm. showrunners i'm gonna talk to these producers and be a professional yeah and you have been like that which is amazing uh, yeah i mean you. you are working on so many things it's actually crazy because i get to sit back as the supportive cheerleader side friend and i'm like wow Wait, what talking about you guys no so i know but honestly yeah. i'm i'm, I'm like, on the show right now Come i'm on. the type of friend where it's like i just like it makes me so happy to see like people i know doing really well yeah and like i've just been watching you over the past two years and like you're doing so many cool projects like you did like a live uh, acting special and with jimmy fallon Kimmel. 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 Yes, that Kimmel. <laughs> Which one? And, <laughs> and then like your executive producer and you were just on the, the Disney Plus movie. Like you are doing uh, so much you. stuff. And Sissine said you're a dog mom. And you're a dog I'm mom an, I'm a new dog mom. How has that been? Well, it's been great. But like like you said, I'm very mom energy. So I'm like, yeah. someone's like, how old is he? I'm like, he's 13 weeks. Oh my god. And we're gosh. doing this and he's so... learning this. He's with his trainer right now. Like, so... he, like I'm very type A mom. It's a child. I love it. I know, it. but I'm like, I need to calm down like for my what made you want to get a dog well i just bought my first place and so i was like i have thank you and so like i have the space for it and i'm like okay now i have this big space and it's just me by myself like walking around the hallways i'm like you know like i need a little companion yeah but he really is a baby like he really you posted a video of you getting the dog crying and i was like not me crying in my bed too like (laughs) (laughs) that was my attempt at tiktok which is so like are you on it Yes, and it's so embarrassing that my agency called me and said, "Is this your real account?" And <gasps> no I said, way. "Oh." I said, "Um, yeah, it is my real account, and Stop. I'm trying." Okay, you're like, "This is not a fake." Do you this- guys do it? Yes. Okay, so she's been on it since before. I don't think I, fo- I didn't follow you. I don't follow you. No, it's okay. Just, but it's so crazy. What are you posting? Like, she posts, you- we post a like, lot of ads. Okay. (laughs) Actually, this was funny. She brought it on right when quarantine hit. And so we were doing the dumbest videos possible because we had so much time. We're like, okay, what else are we going to do? Do you do the dances? I was doing the dances. I'm not for the public. We won't. Um, I just got it recently because everyone was like, you need to get it. It's good for like promo. I have not done that. And you want to have your name. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it's a great form of promotion. Like, I am shocked how quick you can kind of blow up on that app. Oh, well, I I have not. (laughs) But I feel weird. It'll hit. It'll hit. Dog videos do so well. Yeah, do funny dog videos. Perfect. Yeah, those will do I so well. I can't think, like, I'm so creative, but I can't think of, t- I'm so bad. Like, it's bad. No. no, it is. Well, you know what you can do is cute couple videos because you have a boyfriend. I do have so a boyfriend. You have a dog, you have a dog mom. You have, now you're a dog dad. Like, you have a boyfriend. Is that, That's like, together? Kid. Yeah, well, okay, so I was a little sensitive in the beginning because I bought 
that I I bought. Him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, he's my dog, and yeah. you're the stepdad. And then, <laughs> and then he, he was like, like that. Huh? And then it, it hurt his feelings, oh. which is fair. So oh. now he is his dad. Okay, he's oh, his dad now. Stepdad. Yeah, I was like, you're the stepdad. And he was like, what? He's like, you're the uncle. <laughs> so how did you meet uncle. your boyfriend? Because we I were met kind of. A, I met him at C. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. So her boyfriend is a year older than you. So did you guys yeah. know each other in school? We like were crossing paths in mm-hmm. school, yeah. but I had a long term college boyfriend at the time, and we had like this weird break. And I went to a you know a party mm-hmm. at some random person's house who I didn't know, and I walked in and I saw my boyfriend, and I literally went, "Him, no really? way, him." And oh, I never did anything with it, but I, all I did was talk about him forever. I was like, "This guy, Joe Hooten, Joe Hooten, Joe Hooten." My girlfriends were like, "What the fuck? You manifest? You it. don't know him? Yeah. Like you saw him once? Like shut yeah. the fuck up? Wait, about you didn't him. even talk to him at this party? Maybe I went up and talked, but we didn't have like a yeah. moment. I just saw him, and I. What knew. do you think it was though? Do you think it was like physical attraction or you just like you had this feeling like I No, don't know. it was like I've never had before. <gasps> One, he is six six. That so helps. he is very tall. He's hard so to tall. miss. Yeah. So he like stood out. Wow. Yeah, of course. But then also <laughs> I got like hit. I was like, I know this person's gonna be in wow. my life at some point. Whoa. But then it wasn't until years later where I like broke up with that college boyfriend and yeah. I was like, okay, who do I want to date next? Joe. And I, I liked, <laughs> so I purposely liked an old Instagram <gasps> photo because I knew he would know I was kind of like lurking. Wait, that's kind of I never knew that would be a good thing. It's a to good do. so I liked an old one. Twenty minutes later, twenty minutes later. DMs me, hey, <gasps> long time no talk. And I was like, bam, uh, the got phone. Him. Wait, can we you just-, just completely rewrote what is known to be absolutely embarrassing? Right? And because if you normally do it, you're like, fuck, like, why did I like this from 13 weeks ago? Right. No, but way. It, it was an old, like, baby photo. So it was like a cute photo it was of a him. Sweet photo or like, like, it wasn't baby, like a toddler. And I like liked it. And I'm not kidding. 15 minutes later, this man. Did you? So did someone tell you to Genius. do that? Or were you just like, I'm going to do it? I just did it. I just knew it was going to work. Man. That's a hack. Just like she freaking knew that <laughs> she was going to end up with him. I just knew it was going to work. I and love it. And just started it. talking and it kind of just worked out like that. Or yeah. Was it easy in the beginning? Or We went on a, a date on a boat. Do you remember this? That I went on a date on a boat? Yes. What? <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, it I sounds said, like very John Tucker I remember you told me this. That's what I said. <laughs> I remember you told me this and I go, I don't know what the second date's going to be. Because you started Wait, on a boat. That was the first <laughs> That was our first date. So he used to live on a boat. Um, and so... I don't know why I would like think this was okay. Yeah. But he was like, do you want to have your, our first date on, on this boat? Blah, blah, blah. We had drinks. We're sailing out. I don't know this guy. Can I'm on it? a boat. We're sailing away. And I'm on Find My Friends. Yeah. And so my friends Stop. are looking at it. And they just see my little bubble just floating, in floating in the ocean. They go, where the fuck are, are you? you? And I'm like, I'm on a boat with this guy. I don't know. But I just know it's going to work out. I'm like, oh. he could have dumped my body. I have a question. Pirate. That would we don't give know. me. That would give me <laughs> such claustrophobia. There's one thing. I don't like and that is boats and not because I don't like the sea but I can't get off the boat stuff. oh yeah I'm like if I don't like the group I am with on the boat what am I gonna do but she wasn't she knew it was gonna work but you I just it. knew it and it's so not like me like I would never like sail away with a man I didn't know but How? I I just knew it was gonna was be he sailing the boat is just you and him yeah it was just That's me and him very romantic <laughs> that is very and he had like string lights it like, was John Tucker must die this is <laughs> by the way I remember you had mentioned another date that you guys went on it was something like you were in this gorgeous, glamped out RV. Yes, yes. Like, can you explain? What? You go on the best dates and I need tips from you because I planned the worst dates. That was his birthday. And I like rented out this, um, yeah, like a glamping RV thing and like put like um, confetti everywhere and got him cupcakes and all that stuff. I, I'm 
You're very. I mean, I've been bad in quarantine. You haven't done anything, so that's okay. <laughs> Everyone got a little bit lazy, but you survived quarantine, which is a we lot did. of people can't say that which they did. Was tough. How long have you guys been dating? Now it'll be two and a half, three years. <gasps> wow! It was literally we were like dating when we were filming. Yeah. What do you think has been the best thing for the two of you to keep this long term relationship going? I have to give it to him. He's such a good communicator. And yeah. so like when we had, when there are issues, I mean, in quarantine, I was like, if he would breathe the wrong way, I was like, what are you doing? Why, right, why are you breathing right, like right, that? Right. If Me. he'd like walk, Me. I'm like, why are you walking like that? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And it's just because we were sitting together, like staring at each other for months and yeah. months at a time. Yeah, totally. But I feel like when we were at that point, I was really good about, about like, I need space now. And yeah. be like, okay, mm-hmm. like I understand that. And like, we can really. Right. And you I said that you were going to move in with him. Right. Yeah. Wait. So Correct. what I that okay, you are one thing, up, girl. So soon always, we crazy. always say though we have such a hard time with like anybody sleeping in our beds. Like we even when we wait, sleep anybody? in anybody people don't spend it's the just, night. We don't. We we're They're just out. like you know it's just the couch. Right? Or like I I, I I need my own <laughs> I need my own bathroom. I need my like I am a person. I feel like when you said you need space, I do need space. Yeah. You know, I, I love relationships. Like I love being with someone, but at the same time I'm like like give would me you guys share a bathroom? Because I always say what I do in the bathroom, no man should see. That's okay. I heard no. that that's the secret to keep a long relationship yeah. is not sharing a bathroom. I can't because – so I, I told you I bought a place. So I have a three-bedroom, two-bath. So, oh, like, nice. I have the master bath. Good. And then he has, you know, the other bathroom. But yeah. it has a shower and everything. Yep. Oh, like, perfect. You it's know, like, bath. and he has that one. Yeah. He and doesn't like, need because, space. He's fine. He's a boy. Yeah, He's he has, fine. like, two products that he Are you needs. nervous? Are you excited? Like, how is it feeling with moving in with someone for the first time? Oh well, I have some time. We have till May. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But we also did quarantine together. So, like, oh, I, it's not going to surprise me how he lives. Like, all of a sudden, he really, like, does something yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. But I think just, like, balancing, like, our own space. Yeah. And, like, I mean, my place, I have, like, a guest bedroom. So, maybe some nights, you know, it's like, right. we got to sleep in separate rooms Is this tonight. the first guy you've, like, lived with before? <laughs> I've never lived with anyone. So, oh my God. Th- is this, like, the only thing I get nervous about is thinking, okay, this is, like, a big first step. Like, this is a big move for, like, the relationship. Is there? Have you guys thought about that? Or is it just We been, had like, our, like, talk mm-hmm. of, like, where is this going? Like, mm-hmm. do we want to get married? Do we want to wow. have, like, we finally had that talk. How did that go? I am so fucking awkward <laughs> oh they were gonna say awesome i was like yeah no i was so awkward i made it this like formal he had brought up that he wanted to have this talk with i was yeah. like i'm not ready Mm-mm, i'm an aquarius i was like no fuck this oh my no, god I can't commit. all my best friends are aquariuses okay yeah so like we, we're not committing like that so finally i was ready and so like i made it this thing where i texted him like i'm ready to talk about our future then i came over and i was like would you like to go to the bedroom and oh, then, like i sat god. down on like a chair and was like so what does your five so year plan- what are your so- intentions with this relationship i was so weird yeah. about what is it your five-year plan <laughs> yeah and he was like we know each other. Yes. You know that. Right? We're so, just like going to go along well, with that's, it. That says a lot because I think a lot of guys today are scared of commitment. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. so it is really hard. I'm sure like you know or you could see your friends like dating and it's, I it's feel, hard out there. I know. I feel really bad for my single friends because they're really struggling on the apps. And, like, feel bad for us too. I, oh, and I, I, <laughs> are you guys too. on apps? Uh, no. Listening? I'm like when I say single, I mean I'm talking to zero people. Like usually – like a good place to be okay, in. actually That's yes and says. this is the thing is that i before was like i'm so bored like i like having i love like talking to someone yeah. at least mm-hmm. but i feel like for the first time i'm like i'm just gonna let it go as it may like mm-hmm. the bright person will come around like maybe i'll see a guy that i used to go to school with and like be like oh you know what like that was yeah. he was a cute guy like one i like is i'm gonna use that trick actually but yeah, i I'm think i steal your but i think it's nice because it's like 
really the first time I've ever been like, oh, I can focus on myself. Yeah. You know, and that's like also a blessing when you forget, like mm-hmm. when you have to rely on someone or like when you're with someone, you're always having to, which is also a good thing, but it's just different. No, when I broke up with my college boyfriend, I'd been dating for five years. It was the first wow, time that I was years. alone for the first time ever. And I took a solo trip by myself, didn't tell my dad because he would have freaked Stop, the fuck really? out. Stop, really? Where did mine. you go? Costa Rica. <gasps> I remember you were telling me this. Ass alone, by myself. And I was just like, I've never been alone. Like, I have to. I'm a grown woman. Like, I can travel alone. I had this, like, very spiritual trip where I was, right. like, falling in love with myself. And it was this whole okay, thing. Let's talk about this. Yeah, I want to hear about this, actually. <laughs> what did you discover about yourself what did being you in Costa Rica alone? So I went on, like, a retreat. So, okay, like, okay. I went alone, but, like, there was, like, an organized yeah, group, okay. and, like, we went to, like, this retreat center, but we were doing, like, meditations in, like, the morning and, like, yoga, and – but a lot of it was just, like, being on my own and taking care of myself in a foreign right. country, also where my parents really didn't know where I was. Yeah. Well, yeah, what did you tell them? I didn't tell my dad anything. I just went away for a That's week, and I came back, and then I was, like – so I went to Costa Rica because he would have flipped. Yeah. Did he flip yeah. out? No, he – I mean, it was too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, like, But he would have sent, like – bodyguard with me or something Same. Well, oh my your God, is very similar to you know dad. like he would have sent someone or he would have been like no like i i found a place that you can go that i know you'll yes. be safe at and is he like, super overprotective yes yeah. so is our dad especially I, with like physical safety stuff like oh totally yes. i mean like i feel like i don't know if you get this stuff too but we get a lot of like threats and things like that happening. i've had a whole yeah mm-hmm. yes no we've i've had stalkers on campus at usc like oh really God. bad stuff it's so, so i feel scary. like yeah it's so scary and i feel like constantly it's like he has to have like someone watching us no matter like shadowing us and i feel like sometimes he doesn't and doesn't tell us yeah there's uh, definitely people there's definitely people i'm probably. like i've seen some guy <laughs> drive his car around a couple times you're either a stalker or you're some guy i hired. i totally agree but so i actually want to touch on this because sophia was just mentioned that she had a stalker come on campus at usc and sort of growing up the way that we did there was often a lot of like really scary weird incidences that would happen that like I wouldn't say like the normal you know kid had to go through yeah and you mentioned that you are a big advocate of mental illness and mental health and I would love to know what sparked that for you and and if that sort of upbringing sparked any of that for you Yes, definitely. I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was 14. Like Mm -hmm. I was sitting in my English class and my palms were sweating and my heart was beating out of my chest. And I didn't know what it was. Like I didn't, anxiety wasn't a thing when I was 14. Like we weren't talking about it. There wasn't mental health hashtags and all that stuff. And so I didn't know what was going on. So for whatever reason, I like, again, like I'm very mom energy, like go and tell my mom. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm not feeling well. And so I've had the same therapist since I was 14, but I do think <gasps> really yes, I love Over her. Over 10-year relationship. Oh, 13 years. Wow. Me and this woman. Okay. She, I've been I'm like, to- does she walk me down the aisle at this yes. point? Yes. I literally she's <laughs> officiating. Yes. I've been to like 10 different therapists and really? I still yeah, I haven't just found the right one yet. See, that's the thing. It's a little bit of like dating. It you is like dating. You have to go in mm. and you have to just like, and it sucks because you don't want to have to tell your whole story over and over that's, again. Yeah. And now I'm at the point with this lady, like she knows me. She's like, wait, this reminds me of the time when you were this age. And remember this oh, guy? Oh, and, like, so you know, she really knows. And so it's like talking to like a girlfriend who knows yeah. you like, you know, backwards and forwards. Oh, so nice. But it was a really hard time when I was first diagnosed because there's just no conversation for mental health and no one was talking about this yeah. stuff and I felt like it was something I had to hide. I do feel like growing up the way we did, like I became like a perfectionist because I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want people to think badly of me. And that's a lot of anxiety yeah. to like, not be a human being, yeah. you know? literally my twin. Really? Because that was exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the same anxiety that I had. Like mine went from being 
separation anxiety with my parents and then went to my sisters and now I like I am diagnosed with anxiety is a lot about me messing up and not being perfect it's like if I'm put in this position where I can't control it and I can't make sure it's perfect I get like so like sweaty palms are bad like I can't yeah. breathe and mm-hmm. I feel like my thoughts are just racing and I just it overwhelms you and I think and- it also has to do with like we also since we are sort of held to this standard of you must be if you're not creating the same exact success as your parents yeah. like you're a failed kid no one I guess really puts that on us I, I definitely feel like I put that on myself and I know you put that yeah. on yourself too and that also just causes so much fucking stress for no yeah. reason having yeah. to like live up to this expectation that you're mm-hmm. like maybe I won't amount to the same success but doesn't mean I'm not happy or equally as successful in yeah. different ways and yeah I and mean well, I think we're lucky that we're like our you know well your mom is famous as well but yeah. like mm-hmm we're women and like our dad's career like i'm never gonna be like you know we're yeah. gonna be, it's totally different you know we have they have different careers mm-hmm. than us Absolutely. you know and different skills and we have different skills from them that mm-hmm. i've learned like oh like i can do this this is something mm-hmm. my dad can't do you know no, exactly and so i feel like i've learned through therapy to do that mm-hmm. but yeah that's like my biggest what were the things that you think for your anxiety that were triggers for you that you saw oh. it like flaring up more because i know for me also i've had days where i've had anxiety attacks out of nowhere like oh, yeah. literally the best day ever and all of a sudden I'm just feeling horrible and I wake up in a horrible mood or something. I used to have social anxiety. I don't really have that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a physical safety thing mm-hmm. like a lot. Like actually just happened the other day. Like this this delivery guy showed up at my door, knocked on the door and then I'm like, hi, like, sir, what are you? And he's just looking at me. And I'm going, oh, my God, this is one of my stalkers, and he's here to fucking kill me. Right. And I literally freaked the fuck out. I, like, slammed the door shut. And then finally he walks up. He's like, hey, I'm from Chanel. I'm dropping off this, you know, whatever. He was, oh, he was a messenger. Yeah. But I'm like, why are you saying anything? Say, yeah. Don't look at me like this. Oh, I have, no, like, it's stress. you know, I have PTSD from yeah. people, you know, whatever. All the crazy things you guys have been through, too. So, yeah, I mean, right. it's, it's a, I don't know. Would you tap in on that? Would you tap in on, like, some crazy experience that you had with stalker? Um, I can because he's. Let's not. I have a stalker that is no longer alive. Really? Yes. Oh because my gosh. he's that dangerous. So <gasps> my god, we won't tap into it no, too much. I but know. I mean, like, like that's it. That's but that's the yeah. stuff people don't see no. and like don't know about, and I don't talk about. No, it's it's really sad. Like we the the letters and and the messages that we receive and. I mean, it's really scary. Even involving yeah. our little sister who's, you know, away at college. It's like we're constantly worried that you never know. Yeah. You really never yeah. know. Yeah. Do you guys have people who, like, think they're dating you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that yeah. actually was the one that came to campus, and he was coming to marry me, Yeah, that, that was the same with the yes. guy. Yes. And, yeah. and, get but, and he was stalking yeah. me since I was, like, 13. So that was the craziest part. And I, that's, like, a huge, huge thing for me, safety as well, with, like, stalkers. And mm-hmm. I know Sistine knows, like, anytime we had someone – like waiting for us by the walk, like wanting to take a photo. I took that, even though they could be a fan, it just like triggers we, something. We were me getting get messages so over quarantine because um, we weren't in LA. So we were staying at a different house outside of LA and we were getting messages saying like, Sophia, I can see you. I'm standing outside of your bedroom window mm-hmm. right now. I can see what you're doing in your bedroom. Like stuff like that. Yeah, I was just like, panic how, how could yeah. you not leave with anxiety after I know. receiving no, these messages? I know. I went to my therapist to talk about this mm-hmm. stuff and she was like, honestly like you have every reason to be anxious about this like it's not even something's wrong with you like it's a scary situation who wouldn't be yeah and she told me she actually told me to talk to you sistine because she was like is there anyone else you know that like oh my god could even relate because like you're going through this alone i know i know oh my god we can relate like 
you have no but idea. That's why I'm like so happy that you are an ambassador for this mental health organization mm-hmm. because I wish growing up that it was more talked about. And yeah. I, I had to be, and I feel like you had to be the person that was like, no, I have it. Like, and I was the first person mm-hmm. in my family going, like, I need a therapist or I need someone to talk to or something. Yeah. Because realistically, everyone has some form of something. Like, no yeah. one is perfect. We all have our uh, ticks and things that trigger us or make us feel sadder or happier or anxious. And so the fact that you're doing this and you're making it more of an awareness is so good. And I feel like, is there anything that you guys are doing right now that's um, like a like a movement right now, like a hashtag or anything that's like? Yeah, I believe Mental Health Awareness Week is in October. Oh, is that's great. coming up? Mm-hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month is May. Um, but I'm I'm like shooting a YouTube thing for them this week, and That's so amazing. I'm always work- I'm like whatever you guys want me to do, I'll do. Yeah. Um, in any way that I can. I mean, the the best thing I ever did with them is I went to Washington D.C. and we lobbied Congress That's for mental health reform, and we got me. it passed, and it was <gasps> wow. like the amazing. most special thing in the whole wow. world. And I literally was like, okay, this is like what one I'm of those doing. moments where you're like everything in my life led up well, to this moment. When like, you're all physically the pain and seeing the change, was worth yes, it. Wow. Was worth it. That's in amazing. I know a lot of people. We get a lot of messages. Um, from our listeners out there and something that I want to question you about because I really don't know what to do I feel like I have always thought I was normal and like I'm good and I guess what is normal really but I I don't have anxiety like Sophia is the one that has anxiety so it's not me I'm fine like yeah like (laughs) Sophia's got it for the both of us and um but I was realizing over the years like I just had like all of these issues and underlying problems that I would just sweep under the rug sweep under the rug and then once every six months, they just build up and I explode. And I don't, I guess it was sort of a taboo topic, but I thought I was mentally strong enough to handle it myself. So for someone like me, never seen a therapist, never, never discussed their feelings ever, because thinking <laughs> I, can, I can handle them myself, which <laughs> so I can't. She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> no, I can't. It's really, only when she explodes that we have to you, discuss it. I'm it like, really comes out in the strangest ways. Like I will be dealing with for example, the stress of going on that movie. And then I'll be crying about a boy that I don't even care about. And yeah, I was like, it's not I'm about like, a guy. It? Like, it's something different. So for someone like me that's never been to a therapist, maybe wants to seek therapy, maybe is scared to commit to it. Like, what would be a good first step? Yeah, it's tough. I feel like there's a, one, there's a lot of stigma about therapy. Yeah, and then there's yeah. like also like the generational stigma, like may, maybe people our parents' generation like don't really get it and don't yes. understand it. Yes. And they're like, well, just like toughen up or whatever. Maybe like, Maybe that's the way you are, why you are the way you are, but yeah. maybe not. Um, I mean, I would say for me, if you just start journaling, like journaling. just start yeah. like listening to your, like you can read your thoughts. You're like, that sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did that. No, I so need to true. keep doing Have it. you been journaling for a while? Yeah, I've been journaling since I was a kid. It was like such a cathartic, uh, cathartic that's thing what I for do me. Still. See, me, it's really no, worth yeah, yeah, y'all are, you're <laughs> And, and I honestly mode. think it's hilarious because I read back the things I was like, when, like my high school boyfriend, I'm like, I think I have to break up with him. And I'm just like so dramatic. I'm like, oh my God, why were you thinking this way? But you see patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'm can like, see patterns. And then you'd be like, okay, this is something I want to talk about with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a lot of resources. You can use uh, psychologytoday.com to find a therapist. I will say like it is dating. But once yeah. you find the right one, like yeah. I'm I, 13 years with this woman. She's, she's my ride or die. She's my ride or die. I mean, <laughs> she, she is knows, your ride or die. She knows me better than anyone. Yeah. And we probably are like too close at this point. Like, that's great. Well, <laughs> I just like text probably and be like, well, what do I, I do? think that's amazing. And I love that you prioritize like your mental health and your well-being. And I, something I do remember spending a lot of time with you uh, in, in London and in the, in the DR was that you really uh, – 
prioritize like your self-care routine and like you your routine is so important to you and that's something I need to do better is like prioritize a routine have you guys ever meditated Yes. I can't sit still. Yes, you can. No, no you I can't. Can. Do you see me in this episode? I'm like this the whole time. I can't. I mean, again, meditation. I'm like, is it going to work for me? No, I'm just such a pessimist. No, it will. Okay, it first of all, there's like How actual. How do I start? Okay, download Headspace or download okay. the Calm app. And literally three minutes. Well, I have a problem with the Calm app. This pisses me off because I tell her this all the no, time. No, but remember, I have a problem. And she doesn't listen to me. I had, I had an issue with the Calm app. Because they have those actors and musicians. No, no, no. Start with Headspace. And I started to get a little bit hot. I was like, because Killing Killian Murphy. Murphy was talking. <laughs> talking about talking Ireland. Killing Murphy it. was telling her, calm down. She's turning up. So. I was oh like, my God. Okay, no, forget calm. Start on Headspace. Okay. Three minutes. And just gradually build it. I'm not kidding. I meditate every day for like 30 minutes. Do you do you it do in the morning? 30 minutes? Yeah. See, I can only wait, do it wait. for 15. 30 minutes every morning? Or when do you do it? Basically, if I'm not working, if I don't have to be on set at like 6 a.m., but yeah. You can sit wow. for 30 minutes still. Yeah, and then after it, then I journal. It's like a whole hour I'm like spending. It's like this very spiritual meditative state I'm in. Corinne, I love that you do You know, but it's really important. I think that <laughs> yeah, you're so really important. showing the importance of prioritizing mental health before anything. Yeah. And I think that really is like, it is the thing that is the root for everything you do in life. I think with mm-hmm. your relationships, with your family, your friends, your boyfriend, with your job, with how you react to things or with people. It's like, I think people need to remember, like, don't prioritize other things. First, focus on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what makes you happy, keeps you centered, calm. And then when you feel stable and strong enough, that's when you can kind of like go, okay, like, I am ready for that relationship that is the healthiest for me. And that's kind of the stage that you're in right yeah, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. You're like alone, like you can just focus on your mental health oh, and totally. like yourself. And then like, that's when you start to attract the right people. Oh, totally. And yeah. I feel like that's been something I've always been trying to work on. Like mental health is not something you work on just for a year and it just fixes. No, it's no. a, it's mm-hmm. a it ongoing thing. ongoing thing. And I think even this year, I feel like every year I'm like, oh, I figured it out. But I feel like this year, like I really am starting to figure things out. And you can figure it out at... 18, 13, 25, well, 45, we like, it doesn't matter. That, Corinne, you had said that you'd listen to the Sophia's mid-quarter life crisis. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you could relate to it because you should talk about that because that was funny. Oh, yeah, the quarter life <laughs> Well, crisis. it's not funny, but you know well, what I mean. I feel like people, like, it's, I feel like I'm, all my friends are probably like, shut up, Sophia, because I've literally been saying this for well, the past, like, two months. Well, Skip ahead 10 seconds. <laughs> no, but, yeah. Like, no, no, I was listening to it on the way here, and I was like, oh, I totally went through that at that yeah. age. And it's just like, I mean, it's a lot of it's just like the societal pressure of, like, at this, you were saying, like, at yeah. this age, you should do this, you should do that. At, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm rounding the corner I'm not. I'm 27, but I'm like, I'm almost so 30. Oh, oh, no. Everyone that's like over 30 is like, way, I want to be 30 so bad. I want to be 32. I feel so like that's going to be my prime. I'm going to be like fully put together. But um, <laughs> but no, like, I understand that feeling and like that anxiety and mm-hmm. I went through it as well. So like you're not alone and you're not yeah. crazy. And also it's so funny. Can I say this? I can say this. We have a project that I'm developing called Quarter Life Crisis. Shut up. So Karen, do you it, stop working? It, it is a thing. Like it is See? a Yeah. See, I'm, wait, thank God he brought amazing. that up because you, it is normal, friends. I cannot believe <laughs> crazy. how much you, you balance. Like, how how do you balance it all? You do so much. I have it's a life amazing. coach. Okay. See? I have a life coach. You know oh, wait, Jay Shetty, do you know that? Um, yes, yeah, I yeah. love his podcast. And he was literally saying, you can have a therapist and that can do as much as it can for you. 
But then you do need a life coach because yes. that also is like takes you a whole new level. Tell and I me thought what about you that. Learn. Yeah. This woman has changed my life because I had so many little projects here and there. I was like, okay, I'm developing that. I'm writing the script. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm like, how do I how do I balance yeah. this? Because I don't have a nine to five job. I don't clock in. I don't clock right. out. Mm-hmm. And I have my podcast, whatever. And so every Tuesday, except for today, she canceled on me, whatever. Um, <laughs> I meet with her and she goes through all of my projects. We prioritize them. And then we put them into my calendar. So she's like, Wednesday, you're going to work on this. Thursday, you're going to do this. And then we do, we start with work because I'm so yeah. discombobulated. And then it's like relationships. And then it's like, okay, when are you going to make that date night with Joe? Okay, let's put it in here. And when are you going to plan it? Like, oh, wow. what time are you going to plan it? Okay, Friday at this time. Like, it Corinne, is- it's please the send best. me the contact. Yes, I will. I'm it's serious. All, I love you. I couldn't function without her. Please. Oh my God, I need to hear this too. Because I'm all over the fucking place. I'm, yeah. um, I feel like I my brain is in 10 different places and I want to get everything done, but- then he procrastinate. The, the idea of getting all these things done stresses me out. And then when I write it, it's oh my God. Do you hear me? I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> no, it this is. This is all my anxiety. <laughs> like, no, it really, great. it really, really does. And so yeah, I have my I feel like a crazy person. And I know it's extremely privileged to be able to do this, right. but like I have my therapist and I have my life coach. And like, you know, like they're yeah. they're tackling like two sides of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I that's like that. the best balance is like you have someone that tells you exactly how to structure. And by the way, like you can teach your friends that. And I think also for listeners that are hearing, like it kind of reminds them, oh, like if I feel like I'm all over the place, but then I'm also doing nothing at the same time, like the best way to get things done is to really like have a calendar mm-hmm. and book things out. Like, okay, I'm going to work out at this time. I'm going to do, because like you can spend, I even say this because I have a book club. I'm like, you can spend out of some time every 10 minutes a day to read or something yeah. like you can mm-hmm. find that time to focus on you and to focus on work and the relationship it yeah. just is all how you structure it exactly and my my life coach like if i'm filming during the day she'll be like okay you need to schedule 45 minutes at the end of the day to just do nothing mm-hmm. i don't want you to do anything i don't want to have your phone on and like i have to put like do nothing like on my calendar and like i get a reminder and That's so it's so not important. just work but it's like also scheduling in that self-care like read for the book club like right. putting that in your calendar as if it's like a meeting i that actually is love like, that idea i do too i feel like we need to do that i need help i need help i'll, I'll send you her her please yeah she's, my she's the best i, need- <laughs> I know this seems like help <laughs> help corinne you are amazing. Yeah, you are what? amazing. You guys are amazing. Honestly, this no. was so fun because we were talking about, we've actually been wanting to have you on for a while, but this is also a situation were, we want to be legitimate too. No, you <laughs> so. were like the second person we wrote down. Yeah. And like our our dream guest list when we first developed I'm not even exaggerating. Ago, you were like the second no, name No, I want you guys, all, you guys have to come on my podcast. Yes. Actually, Anytime. plug your socials. Like where can people find you and your, your podcast? podcast? Oh yeah. Oh, my 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 socials at Corinne Fox. Please don't follow me on TikTok. Please, please don't. <laughs> follow her on TikTok. Please don't Corinne TikTok. Fox. I'm being so serious. I'm gonna go delete it right now. Don't <laughs> 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 combine it. I have a podcast called Am I Doing This Right? It's at Am I Doing This Right Pod on Instagram. Um and yeah, that's really it. Great. Corinne, I, I love you both. How much I'm so proud you. of you. This space is so fucking Thank cool. You guys oh. should watch. Uh, on, on YouTube, YouTube? Yeah. yeah yeah it's so cool no but I, I forgot how much I missed you thank yeah. you so much for this coming so much fun, on we'll honestly yes, yes we will we we thank you guys so much for tuning in we will see you next Tuesday bye guys bye.